Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And they're racing in the Melbourne Cup. Twilight Payment tries to break their hearts. Really declared kick. What a ride. What a win. In a cup we'll never forget. Uh, it is great to have your company on 10 Speaks Racing, the very first podcast, as we are counting down to the Lexus Melbourne Cup Carnival, which, of course, you're going to see live on Network 10. And we've got the band back together to try and find us some winners because it's moving day. It is the preview, pretty much, of the Melbourne Cup Carnival when we talk about race days, Turnbull Stakes Day on Saturday. We've got the Lexus Spark Cummings, a win and you're in, and you get a ticket into the Lexus Melbourne Cup. So... We've got the crew back together again. It is so good to have everyone here. James Winks, Group 1 winning jockey. He'll be on the pony over the four days at Flemington. Winksy, how are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Very well. Good to be back. Looking forward to getting back on the horse, so to speak? Yeah, it'll be 12 months to the day, so it'll be interesting. No riding in between? No. Gee, uh, another man who I dare say hasn't been on a horse in 12 months since we saw him last time is the guru, David Gately. How are you, Gator Dog? Yeah, the band are sort of back together. We've changed drummers, though. We've thrown in Quinny. We've got a new uh, a new drummer. But um, no, it looks, it is exciting time, isn't it, to ride on the eve of another carnival? We're, we're a month away. Yeah. It's going to come around very quickly. Uh, and Nicholas Quinn from the tab, who everyone knows has the world's best hair, although he's had he's to eat it recently after tipping Bottom Pelly to win the Brownlow. How are you, Quinny? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up in the opening segment, but great to be here regardless. And looking at the field, it's on Saturday. It's absolutely sensational. If you're not pumped about this Flemington program, you should not be following horse racing. Oh. We're going to have a look. <laughs> We're going to have a look at the Lexus Melbourne Cup market in a moment. But let's introduce the true Wizard of the West. Willie who? We're talking about Britt Taylor. How are you, Britt? I'm good. As you say, nice to have the band back together. But I'm a bit worried about Wingsy's legs. Not being on a horse in a whole oh, year. Trouble. I think you might be pulling up a little bit sore. I'll just jump off him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might need to call for uh, some ambulance assistance on Ten's coverage after the first race. Uh, this year's Melbourne Cup's got a lot of intrigue. There's been a lot of build-up about the internationals, how many is going to be coming out here, the new protocols. Quinny, from a market point of view, before we look at the Turnbull tomorrow, or on Saturday, how much interest is there in the Melbourne Cup and where is the money going? There's been strong interest in a few of the international raiders over the last couple of months and the market has moved significantly. Dawn Patrol, Spanish Mission have both been the two firmers. At this stage, we've got Incentivise and Spanish Mission sharing favouritism at $8. Twilight Payment, the defending champion there at 11 Away he goes, a $15 chance. And multiple runners go around on Saturday, including Incentivise, who is the $8 favourite. Dawn Patrol at 15 Explosive Jack, a $15 chance. And very elegant. We are chatting off air whether they would go down that path again. She's very prominent in Melbourne Cup markets, currently at $15. Gee, obviously the X Factor of the internationals. Craig Williams already said he's going to ride Spanish Mission. We've got the defending champion, Twilight Payment. Away he goes. Dawn Patrol from Team Williams as well. Britt. If you were going to have a long-range stab at one now, who would you like to be with in the Lexus Melbourne Cup? Uh, see, I think we answer so many questions on Saturday because obviously Incentivise has this real X factor. His rise has just been extraordinary. But when you come to a Melbourne Cup, 
those horses with the experience, I think it's going to count for so, so much. And I think we'll get a, a nice cider on the weekend and, and see how he performs. And I I really would like to say him because I think that's the, the heart horse. It's the You know, we all love that story, the, the horse that just rises so quickly to, you know, win his first race in April to be looking down the barrel of a Melbourne Cup in November. It's just extraordinary. But... Uh, you do tend to side with just the ones that have been there and done it before. Gee, a, a huge story. Peter Moody back, our old mate, who's ditched the desk just so he can try and train a Melbourne Cup winner. I don't know where his priorities are, but it'd be lovely <laughs> to see him win uh, a cup with incentivised Winksy, you've ridden in Melbourne Cups. Who would you like to ride this far out? I think uh, I sort of back Britt a bit there. I'm going with a bit of experience. Uh, and she's a champion, and we're going to know on Saturday um, where she's at, but very elegant for mm. mine. She ran in it last year. Quinny's on the fence whether or not she'll run in it this year, but um, I know she's got a first year away to 57, but I know personally Mark Zara thought she should have, if not one, gone very, very close last year, so for me that's a big tick. I think she'll definitely run. If she gets through the Cox Plate A-OK, she, she'll be lining up in the Melbourne Cup. Gator, it's the worst thing I can do, ask a professional tipster this far out. Who are you with in the cup? But have you got an early leaning for the, the 10 listeners? Look, I love an early play with uh, Tab. I think it's a lot of fun. And if you can fluke it, you, you're well rewarded. I've, I'm with Realm of Flowers. I wanted to see a little bit more from her second up at Caulfield. But it's probably D-Day a bit on Saturday. Uh, she gets to Flemington outdoor staying trip. That's her go. She's, a, she's an endurance athlete. Um, so I'm expecting a lot better from her. She's out to, I think, 26-odd dollars, Quinny. Mm. So... Um, She's my pony at the moment through my double, so I'll stick fat until uh, until she you know doesn't doesn't measure up. But I think she will. <laughs> All right, she's already got a ticket, so we're definitely yeah, going right. to see her on the first Tuesday in November. All right, let's have a look at the uh, the Turnbull, the Tab Turnbull, Quinny. What's the market doing? The money has continued for very elegant. She was still three dollars fifty when we spoke on Tuesday. Since that point in time, she's done nothing but firm and is now a two dollar thirty market leader. 80% of the money in the last five days has been for Very Elegant. Incentivise had been favourite throughout the last fortnight. Now a 280 second elect. Then two other runners semi in the hunt. Colette at 850, Sir Dragonette at 9, and then a bit of a jump out to Persan, who's an $18 chance. But punters are with the defending champion, Very Elegant. She's fascinating. Who will start favourite? Uh, there's a lot of rain being predicted over here, Britt, for Melbourne, and it hasn't come. You'd be surprised to know the weather... Uh, got it wrong? Yeah, they yeah. got it wrong. <laughs> you know, they master it. They're worse than my can't tips. Trust it, can you? <laughs> <laughs> so we could be playing on a good deck on Saturday, and um, we spoke about Peter Moody incentivised. I had a chat on on Racing Pulse on RSN to Catherine Coleman, who's the assistant trainer. She she, she sounded confident about incentivised. He's super. Um, his previous trainer Steve Tregay always said that he improved after each run but until you actually see it in the flesh it's kind of hard to believe but just since he since he ran in the Maccabi he's just been bouncing out of his skin uh he's eaten really well and he, yeah I'd just say he's thrived you're a believer Brit nine-time group one winner very elegance the toughest horse incentivizes has seen do you think he can win the Turnbull I, I really like the confidence that you hear there about a horse that we know it's been well documented from the early part of his career that he isn't necessarily the best doer in the feed bin. And that sort of concerns you when you're starting to step up to this sort of grade because there's nowhere to hide and those 1% things really matter. The thing that I liked the most about his Maccabi run was that it wasn't tough. He got away with it cheap out in front and just had to dash up for the concluding stages. And I think 
for a first up run for a horse that perhaps has been, you know, a little bit vulnerable in the feed bin and whatnot previously, maybe have a couple weaknesses. That was the perfect first up run. It's always hard for a front runner that does it at both ends. You don't like to see them really burning all their petrol at the beginning of a preparation when there's you know, big targets later on in their campaign. So I thought from that perspective, it was the perfect lead-up run. And listening to her there, that's pretty exciting if he's, you know, continuing to improve. Gator, is he the real deal? We've seen him win the Group 1 Maccabi. Do you expect him to win the Turnbull? If he does, what price is he going to be in a Caulfield Cup leading into a Melbourne Cup? Uh, It's a two-part question. Um, Look, I think he can certainly win on Saturday. Uh, Obviously, you're scared of her. And she's the one with the runs on the board. She's the queen. She's got the throne. He has to take it off her. But it was only his ninth start the other day. So, I mean, what he's been able to do in Queensland, um, horses just don't do it. Mm. Okay? They don't work mid-race. They don't make two runs in a race and then win by seven and eight and 12. It never happens. You can, no matter where you're looking at a race around the world, you don't see it. So either he's pretty lucky that they all had an off day or he's exceptional. Um, so I'm tipping it's probably the latter. You were telling me off air, it reminded yourself of when you went into the seniors category of the triathlon, the spaces you used to put on the opposition. No, there were big spaces. Unfortunately, they were just ahead of me. But um, it was uh, still a lot of fun if we ever get back to it. Hey, I think the biggest question, Winksy, I'm going to throw this at you, is D Lane, first up on Very Elegant. She can be an awkward horse to ride. Yeah, she can. She can, but he's obviously done his homework. Um, she's very temperamental. Uh, but I think the key to her, and he'll, he'll, he'll get it down pat, is you just got to let her be, find the rhythm. You know, she's got that high head carriage. Don't try and bring that down from her. Just let her be. I, I think she just wins. She's a just champion. wins. Yeah, I do. I, she's, a, oh, no. she's a champion. Yeah, everyone look, Every time she goes into Group 1, people are looking for her to get beat. Oh, she can't win today. You know what she does? Every time. She, what is she, nine-time Group 1 winner? Yep. Or maybe might even be 10 now. So, You're counting Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> I am. So I think uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not potting, uh, you know, the moody horse. Or it, like, but yes, you are. You, you are a little bit. No, but if you let me talk, and oh, I'll tell you sure. why. Go ahead. So, and it comes back to what Britt said. He had an easy run the other day up on speed. Had to dash up 300 metres. Um, he's not going to get a walk in the park Saturday, and he's up against a big gun. Mm. She like she's a champion, and he's going to have to be at his best to take that away from her. What I liked was his will to win in the Mackay because we'd seen him win by a space and you know big panels, and there's no reason for him to fight. Um, what we saw in the Mackay is Tafane went to him, then Moanga and Sir Dragon. They're not slouchers. They went to him, but he fought them off and through the line. He was powering, loved that. Very elegant's greatest weapon, though, in my humble, is her will to win as well. Mm. So if it's a dogfight late... He, he hasn't found a horse that's been as tenacious or come up against a horse that's very elegant. Yeah, mm. oh, true. Just, yeah, and, and that's... And if, look, I'm happen to be proven wrong. And if, if he beats her in a dogfight on Saturday, well, then he's the one. Winksy, can I... I'll get your opinion, Britt. Uh, do jockeys tell the truth or do they lie? Oh, well, it depends on what the question is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Britt? <laughs> Probably the same. What are you asking them? Well, uh, listen to J-Mac, who we know has partnered very elegant about what he says about Damien Lane uh, and the first ride. Um, Damien's already been on the on the, on the the text to, to ask about her, so I'm sure he'll get in contact. Um, but especially with a quirky one like her, I suppose you'd like to know everything about him. Um, and, yeah, like... <laughs> You tell them everything you can because you want to see them do well, no doubt about that. And um, and and at the end of the day, um, they will be returning back to Sydney. So 
um, but you want to see them do well, that's for sure. And um, a lot of us are good mates, so we'll um, hand over every bit we can. Now, is that fair, Nicker? Do you tell them everything you know? Do you want them to ride the best race they've ever ridden on the horse that you've just given them the ride? Uh, I think he's just said everything he needed to say then, Jamie, <laughs> and he said it correctly. Um, but no, he's got a great bond with her, and there's like there's a small glimmer of hope that he may get out, maybe. So he wants her to perform for sure. Quinny, if she if he if incentivise wins or very elegant wins. What are the market movements going to be in a, in a Caulfield Cup and a, and a Cox Plate? Well, Incentivise is currently $3.50 for the Caulfield Cup. Should he win again on Saturday and then goes back to the handicap, he could be probably the shortest quote in a Caulfield Cup since Maldivian. Unfortunately, that didn't end well on that occasion, but it's going to be a very, very short quote. And the Cox Plate's interesting because very elegant, despite everything she's done this campaign, and you've given her two big ticks on those two runs, it's still a $7 chance. It's all about Zaki, who's $1.90. So should she win again on Saturday... I anticipate that gap will come closer together, but Zaki will still be the dominant favourite. Hey, Britt, looking ahead to the, the Lexus Melbourne Cup, may not be winning chances in the Turnbull on Saturday, but what do you want to see from a horse like Persan, who ran out of his skin in last year's Cup and, and Explosive Jack, and even the fairy tale from last year, Johnny Get Angry? Uh, I think we need to see Johnny Get Angry do a little bit more. He's just ticking along at the moment, and... Uh, we probably need to see more from him. Persan should get a really lovely run in the Turnbull, which would be just a nice ticking along run ahead of a cup in a month's time. So just looking to see those horses really attacking the line. I think the forgotten horse maybe in this conversation that we're talking all about, you know, this being a head-to-head clash between incentivised and very elegant. But what about Colette, a horse that's drawn barrier 11 its first two runs this campaign, can settle no a chance. bit closer... Hang on, say that again. No chance. No chance? No, never doesn't win. Doesn't win. <laughs> so, so firstly, we've got just wins, which is... Yeah, now that's why she can't win, call it. <laughs> no, no, just wins, very elegant. That's my number one most hated phrase in racing. <laughs> so I'll be taking very elegant on on the weekend, just because of those two words. <laughs> but I think Colette, like, she's got a real turn of foot. She can run a close race on Saturday. Well, she's beaten very elegant in the past. I might go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and look, a lot of people say she's just a wet tracker, but she actually doesn't go too badly, Gato, on, on decent tracks as well. Yeah, she's not badly, but she's better. Yeah, she yeah, is. She's she length better. She's a proper group yeah. one horse on, on affected ground. That's the key to her at this level. Uh, at a level below, she can win on dry ground. Um, I think she'll go forward Saturday. Um, and 2,000 metres she wants. I think she's in the game. I've got her third pick. She's some sort of danger in my humble. All right, let's whip around the room. Uh, Thanks, Gator. Thanks. <laughs> Ladies first, uh, Brittany, tell us who wins the Turnbull. Incentivised. Okay, now you're going to go head to head with Winksy here. If what should the loser do next week? Uh, what oh, should we no. have? Yes. <laughs> now we're playing. That's something on this. What, what, what was that? <laughs> All right, Nick Quinn's just said shave your head. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Too late. Quixie <laughs> uh, needs a, a head shave, though. There's yeah. no doubt about that. All right, so you're going head-to-head with Brit. Yeah, very elegant. Just yeah. give us that quote again. Just wins. Just wins. <laughs> Soundbite. All right, Quintanian. I'm with very elegant. Oh, see? All right, and Gator? Oh, incentivised, but not, not by a lot. So that means I'm the... I'm, the tiebreaker. I'm, I'm the, the, the tiebreaker. Yeah, but you know then the what? horses get to have a say. No, it's just it's <laughs> whatever we say works here. That's how it goes. I'm 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 with incentivised oh, as well. Oh, no. I'm sticking <laughs> strong. The scale. Nah. 
I want to be with Britt and Gator. Hey, uh, Britt, we need to say goodbye Smart. to you. We're going to speak to you next week uh, <laughs> and looking forward to getting all of your input as well. Uh, stay safe over in the West. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. Looking forward to it. All right. Great work. Uh, absolutely. Uh, don't you go anywhere, though, because oh. we're going to have a quick break. We'll come back on 10 Speaks Racing. Look at the rest of the Turnbull Stakes Day meeting. Without the door. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ocean X at the 500 metres, the first to straighten from Harlem. They were followed by Finch presenting with Vow and Declare. Dallas Sand behind those. Toffee Tongue on the fence, very elegant with her chance down the middle. Then Master of Wine, Kingsville Dream behind them. Still Ocean X at the 250, but a wall's coming. Finch very elegant and Harlem and Toffee Tongue right up on the inside. It's Finch very elegant and Toffee Tongue. Then Master of Wine, Superstorm. Finch very elegant, Toffee Tongue. Dallas Sand between them. It's a head bob of the mare. The mayor's got up, I think, very elegant, maybe, from Toffee Tongue. Dallas, San or Finch. Oh, great to have you listening to 10 Speaks Racing, the podcast where we'll find you all the winners. James Winks insisted we play that. That was the mighty mayor, very elegant, winning last year's Tab Turnbull. If you missed it, she just wins on Saturday to go back-to-back, just like another famous mayor trained by Chris Wallet Winks, who did that a few years ago as well. Hey, gents, let's try and make some money in the undercard at Flemington on Saturday. What's the market doing in the first, which is, for punters, the, the, the toughest race of the day? Because we've never seen them before in the trial. And would you believe the three biggest bets at Flemington this Saturday all come up in the opener? There's been really good money for Robusto, a first starter from the Chris Wallace stable. Bets of 8000 and 5000 at the $3.80 has firmed into $3.50 since that point in time. Well, the Mar Eustace first starter, Cavallo Rampante, has been popular as well with one bet of 10000 at the three fifty. And Peter Moody might have a nice one on his hands with Rampant Line, who's also been popular, 7 into 5.50, including one bet of 1,000 at the 7. 99% of the money has been across those three runners. Gee, I had a chat to Brett Preble yesterday on Racing Pulse, and he said, I-, I couldn't wait to get on Robusto. I chased the ride because he just trolled unbelievably well. Winksy, what's it like for a jockey jumping on these two-year-olds for the first time down the straight at Flemington? Yeah, look, um, obviously totally different setup to everything obviously the two-year-olds are taught rail follow where it's a little bit uh, daunting out there um i'm not sure if any of these flamington horses have had the luxury of being able to trial up the straight go to what they have yeah so that's a, that's a big advantage i think in my opinion um but yeah if he's chased a ride you've got to respect it are you a trial perf uh gator oh i mean you have to you have to look at them because you want all the information 
and then you make a decision based on all the information in front of you. If you don't have all the information, I think you're leaving yourself a bit short. Do you like to punt in these races where they haven't had a start before? Punters love it. Punters love two-year-old racing. Um, There's so many sprooks. Yeah, there are, and everyone's a, a moral leading to Saturday. <laughs> Only one of them will probably win. Um, I thought Cavallo Rompante jumped out really well in her first heat. Her second one was less dynamic, but uh, she matched motors with a thing called Cool and Gatter, who's going to be favourite in it's, the brood. It's the next superstar. It's big Odds on in Sydney, isn't it? You yeah. get to see that in the gym crack up in Sydney yeah, on Saturday. Right. Draws out up there, but it was it went to Sydney and trialled like a jet. So Robusto's trial was fabulous, though, and ran really quick time relative to the day. All right. Uh, can we get you to stab one in the first? Give us a tip. Uh, I tipped Cavallo Ramponte, but I wouldn't talk out of Robusto. They're the two I, I like. All right. Uh, Quinny, race number two is going to be an interesting race, especially as we head towards the... Penfolds Victoria Derby on the first day of the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Have we got any early leads here? Absolutely. One of the better back runners at Flemington comes up in race two in the form of number eight Gunstock. One well last start and the money has come here. $5 into $3.40. All right. While I ask the boys, I want you to give us a derby market as well. I, I like one here. I, I think there's a really promising horse, Hitotsu, who wears the famous Aussie Kia colours as well. What do you make of Hitotsu, Gator? No, I'm a fan. I think I tipped him in uh, the sires, and I, he actually ran a really good race yep. with a bit against him. He didn't quicken. Um, he looked in need of ground that day. Now, he's sharply at 1,800, but this day will know what they're doing, and his uh, first up win was uh, terrific. Plenty of substance on the clock. Uh, I've got him over Gunstock. I am scared stiff of Gunstock as a nice horse and, and put up some good figures himself in his maiden win. So, uh, Hitotsu narrowly, and, and he's, he's really backable. Have you got an early derby horse? Do you follow the three-year-olds with a look ahead to the derby? Look, I love an early player, as I mentioned earlier, but the derby's a race that evolves really late. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a race that um, I struggle to get my head around on the Thursday beforehand, let alone a couple of weeks out, because it just it's such a... Um, it's just a race that sort of takes shape late. Well, there's a lot that fall out. Like, if Profondo yep. comes down from mm. Sydney, gee, would be hard to beat, wouldn't he? Looks exciting. Uh, Winksy, who do you want to ride in the superimpose? Look, I reckon a horse called uh, Footlights is not the worst either. Same, same ownership. Yeah, same ownership. Them colours are going to be airborne by the sounds of it this spring. Oh. So, um, and good luck to them. They put a lot of money into it. So, right. Could yeah, you, who are you on? I'm sticking with Gunstock and currently $8 for the Derby. I think that could trim up dramatically after a nice win on Saturday. Shares top billing with Forgot You and Profondo. What price your Totsu? For the Derby? Mm. Well, you're getting nice odds there. Currently, fifteen dollars. Mm. Won't be fifteen after Saturday. Uh, race number three is the Tab Edward Manifold. I think it's fair to say it's not the strongest manifold we've seen. Um, I like one here too, called Glitter Hike. What's the market doing, Quinny? You are, it's going to be feast or famine for you after three races. <laughs> Those big white teeth will be showing with a big grin from ear to ear, or you'll Might be have to sell them. But Elusive Express heads the market here at $2.90. Open three twenty and has been a bit of a firmer. There's been money at longer odds for number 12, Glint of Hope, $11 into eight fifty. Have you got a strong opinion here, Gator? Uh, it's a race I'm really keen to bet in. Um, I, I like Elusive Express as a filly. Um, I liked her finale at Caulfield. Uh, last 100 metres was lovely work. She'll get to 1,600. She draws a gate, so I think she doesn't need to be all the way back. So that's probably the key to her to, uh, on Saturday. But there's a great ruffie in it. Uh, Quinny, a filly called Caliper, um, who hasn't had, had plenty against her of late. Uh, she ran on well behind Bonza Perla. Bonza Perla's the one that beat Elusive Express at Caulfield. So... I think um, I think you got it wrong with her price, Quinny. Sorry about that, and she has been a firmer. <laughs> 61 into 41. Gator's got the 60s. <laughs> Gator's had a little nibble at the 60s. Uh, Winksy, who are you on? Oh, I don't really like the race, to be no. honest. I'm, I'm on the fence. There you go. You're, you're yeah, a fenceman. Yeah, a fenceman. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
any of these fillies got the potential to win a thousand guineas or or even stretch out further in distance heading towards Oaks? Look, I think they do because uh, look, this is a similar theme for this race the last couple of years. It's not a, a strong... Um, it, the placement of it's a bit odd because you've got the flight stakes where perhaps the A1s go. Um, so even it's a group two, so fair enough, that's a group one. So that's fair enough. Um, but you, you probably feel these need to take the next step, I would have thought. But there's not a lot between these fillies this year. Yep. Uh, race four is the Gill guy. And we got our old mate who loves the Flemington Strait. Zutori. And Zutori's now favourite as well. A $3.50 market leader. Away game was the initial favourite. She's drifted from $3 out to $3.60. Kimmel Pass a $4.20. Splintex 6 into $5.50. But Zutori the best backed in the fourth. Have a listen to Simon's. This could be a chips in here, boys, if the rain doesn't come. He's made great improvement. Uh, his work Tuesday is probably the best he's done this time in. And, you know, with the weights and, and everything like that, I, I thought he looked well in. Be nice... Ride for Luke Curry down the straight on, on Zatori, who just flies. Yeah, proven. Uh, you like Simon said, it well into the weights. Run well the other day. Yeah, very, very hard to beat. Yeah, look, I think he's, he's the one to beat on top of the ground. I think Kemal Passer, it's advantage him if we get the rain. Uh, Kemal Passer beat uh, Zatori, of course, in the, the Derby Day race, the Salinger, the old Salinger. Um, but Zatori was too good for him in this race last year on top of the ground. Uh, so I think that's probably the key to it. So what do you do? Do you bet now on Zutori and hope the rain stays away, knowing you're going to have big overs if it does? Or do you then run the risk if you've taken unders, should the wet sky come? How yeah. wet does Flemington get, though? Yeah, yeah it, it drains beautifully, it's, doesn't it's it? You want, you want rain on the day, don't you, yeah. to, to really have an impact. Well, yeah. So he's, he's my pony, but um, he doesn't win by a space. He's like a mini very elegant. He, he just has a great will to win. Yeah, he's a he's a straight track specialist. You'd be with Satori, Quinny. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Uh, what about the Danehill? Uh, this is a, an interesting race for some of the better three-year-olds. who will be using this as a springboard into the Coolmore that we'll get to see on Derby Day. I've run that to the Coolmore. Oh, I like it. Oh, hey, remind me again. Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's already requested a full segment on Derby <laughs> Day. Uh, reliving the moment. <laughs> Plenty of punters be happy with that as well because that was a very well-backed winner on that occasion on a very wet Flemington. But race number five on the program and the money was initially with Ingratiating, who was four fifty into three dollars in pre post betting, but has subsequently been three dollars back out to three eighty. And Ranch Hand, who beat Ingratiating last start's been the firmer, five fifty into four forty. Then we've got General Bow a five dollar chance and Gimme Part nine dollars into seven fifty. All right, Mr Coolmore, tell me who wins. <laughs> yeah, I thought Ranch Hand was big the other day. You know, he went for a run that sort of wasn't really there and he was able to pick himself up especially up the straights a big effort but maybe Ollie just got there a little bit too early uh, no fault of his own and maybe had a bit of a look around on um, the Godolphin horse but yeah great great addition but uh, yeah I'm with Ranchan what I seen the other day Alright uh, Nicholas Quinn rang me up before Mornington Glory had his first run he said hey I've got the biggest spruik in the world we need to back this at 51 to 1 or 50 to 1 in the Coolmore he won like a good thing on debut, Gator. Can he step up on Saturday in the Dane Hill? Look, it was a really nice win, and it was dominant. I just wanted to see um, him run faster, basically, to tip him in this race. He, he didn't smash the clock, but it's it's the level of improvement from start one to two and two to three that separates the, the men from the boys, inverted commas. So who are you with? I think it's Ingratiating's race. I think the blinkers back on the key. I think his best runs are in the blinkers. Um, I'm with James a little bit that he, he swept to the lead, looked all over a winner. Ranchan should have won by further. He was held up. It was a terrific win. 
But with a weight advantage and the blinkers, he might be able to turn the tables back around, I think. Are these Coolmore horses, or are they maybe just a rung below a couple of the other three-year-old sprinters that we see? No, they're in the conversation, absolutely. Yep. They run the time. Um, you know, Some of those big guns you're referring to haven't really come up. You know, Horses like Remark and that are now in the paddock. So, um, Profiteer. Profiteer, he didn't do enough probably on Saturday. He's got to run 1,200 still. Entha, we haven't seen yet. So, short answer, which I made long, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're good at that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the first leg of uh, the quaddy, Quinny. And Are you that tipping is the, mornings and glory, by the way? Uh, not on Saturday, but I'm, I'm hoping because the, the coat tucker got me. Uh, so <laughs> let's go. Rosa Kingston, I am going to back one here, and I am tipping one. The pride of Tasmania, Mystic Journey, MJ. And she has been popular. $5.50 into $4.20. Anna Visto's also firm, $5.50 into $4.80. Instant Celebrity, a $6 chance. Odium at 7 but Mystic Journey well back to get back on the winner's list. She just wins, doesn't she, Gator, if she brings her best form? Uh... Well, oh, wow. she. Oh, hang on! I use that. I use yeah. those words. Um, <laughs> Thank God, Brits. Not here. No, you had the nice asterisk though. If she brings her best form. Yeah. I mean, there's none of these that to could get run out. fourth in a Cox Plate. Uh, so, yeah, she's just the best horse by by a considerable margin. She was terrific first up, very wide. But I think she runs her best races outside of horses though. So drawn seven's probably okay. A bit wider may have even been nicer. But um, I think she's hard to beat. I think Anna Visto's form's easy to tie in mm-hmm. through Chirath. Chirath went to the Let's Elope, sat three wide and beat her. So um, Anna Visto, Mystic Journey, my top two. Instant Celebrity, a, a big improver. She was forgivable, I thought, in that Let's Elope. So, Winksy, you'd love to ride a horse like Mystic Journey because the worse the ride looks, the better it is. <laughs> yeah, give me the check, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. Her all-star mile win, I think, was she was three and four wide, and she just she's a momentum building and can maintain a strong gallop. That's why she's so good. But I think instant celebrity from a lower draw will run well. All right. What about still a start? I, I love the Tassie horses. She ran well last start. Was it she was favoured by the draw? Oh, look, she had the perfect run, but you can't detract from her performance just because she had a good run. She beat a lot of good horses home, and she'll be fitter again. She's in the conversation. For sure. Odie in the Group 1 winner. Yeah, tried well enough. Um, she's got a bit of class, but she's got to carry the weight. She's paying for that uh, through what she's achieved. Maybe second up for her. All right. Uh, we've had a good look at the Turnbull, so let's move on to the Lexus Bart Cummings. And this is the other big race of the day, because you win the golden ticket into the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Talking about... The tab getting things wrong, Gator. Mm. I could not believe when I saw you went up $21 grand promenade. Where was the text message? Where was the call, Quinny? Well, Grand Promenade's now favourite at five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you. Were, I'm not a mind reader, Mike. No, I don't know who you reader. want to be. You can't on. read minds. And if I would, I'd stay out of Any your head. <laughs> Shiraz on the second line of betting at five fifty. Trally Rose at seven. Ponder seven fifty. A made a nine dollar chance. Dawn Patrol at ten. Fascinating betting race. Multiple runners here. Very prominent in the cups betting. Trally Rose has drawn the car park. Now mm. let's have a listen to what Simon Wald said about that gate. It was a bit of a uh, letdown, but. It- it might be better than uh, one for her. You know, she, we've been sort of thinking she needs room. I mean, both times, but in both her um, lead-up runs, she's been caught on the fence. And um, I, I just think in her case, she's, she's a much better horse out in room. Um, she tends to run really well on the bigger tracks. And so, you know, like, it, it is an ideal, but um, like I said, it might be better than drawing sort of one and two where you're, where you're going to be buried away on the fence and um, she can't just sort of flow into the race when she wants to. It's an awful start. Uh, Winksy, tell the listeners how tough it is, that 2,500-metre start at Flemington. Yeah, it's very, it comes up very, very quick, um, probably furlong, and it's bottleneck territory straight away. So, um, And if you don't get in, you're out in the Maranbanong River. So 
Uh, I really liked Tarly Rose until I seen the to I seen the draw. Um, but then obviously some positives that the last two starts she just hasn't been able to get momentum and gallop to her full potential. So looks you wouldn't have thought she's going to get held up from the way she's drawn, um, and just probably roll the dice and hope you can find a little spot. So. Do you put a line through it, or she can still win come Saturday? Uh, she can still win if she has luck. I, I, I think she'll. I think she can win. She just got to have. Just going to have to try and find a spot. Hey, Quinny, I know Shiraz has been very well backed mm. as well. This is a massive question mark, and also in the Melbourne Cup, what price in the Melbourne Cup? I think it's into something ridiculous now, like fifteen dollars or something. Yeah, so very prominent in both the race for Saturday and the Melbourne Cup, and one of those runners that we did speak about at the top of the show that has attracted support for the Melbourne Cup, but more immediately, very prominent here now into $5.50 to win the Bart Cummings, and from a Melbourne Cup perspective, one of the ones that has firmed in the last couple of weeks, so I bring that market back up, and all the way down to $21 now. All right, Gator, have you been able to get any handle on on Shiraz's first start for Chris Waller? Not except for the fact that he's really good. Um, You know, I like the fact that as soon as those markets went up, he was backed. You know, a lot of these Europeans, you look at their form, they have two good runs, and then one, they're beaten 40 lengths. He seems to run well every time he runs. Uh, a bit of jar out of the track it would help, it seems, on his form, but he's only had 11 starts, so I think he's, he adds genuine interest to the race. If you like Rama Flowers in the Melbourne Cup, yep. are you taking $19 on Saturday? Uh, she's in my quaddy. I'm expecting a much better run. The last time she was at Flemington over a staying trip, she made Grand Promenade look like God's Wacky, a horse I stones. It wasn't very fast. Um, so... She's better than him, but he comes off. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) clearly. uh, I think I'm better than. No. But she, um, her best, she's better than him if they both run to their best than Grand Promenade. But she comes off a subpar run, doesn't she? And he was really good at Caulfield in a fast naturalism. Can a horse that wins this race win the Melbourne Cup? Uh, Yeah, I think in the game, absolutely. Um, Especially considering I've, you know, I'm with Roma Flowers in a cup. You've got Charlie Rose, who won by seven in a key lead-up race. Dawn Patrol's high up in the market. Yeah, and Amar to Grand Promenade. So they're all in the mix, especially in a year where, you know, we're not going to get 15 elite overseas gallopers, no, no matter what happens. So who are you with then in on Saturday? Look, I tipped Ahmad on top. He's just the one that draws really well. Um, I don't think Charlie Rose cannot win from that gate, but it just mathematically makes it a little bit tougher for her. Uh, Grand Promenade and Realm of Flowers, Shiraz, all in the quaddy, all those horses, but Ahmad at the value on top. All right, Quinny, uh, give us the best backed in the Paris lane. It's a tough way to get out. The best backed is the favourite, Azar, who's been 550 into 440. We need your help here, Gator. Mm. Last leg of the quaddy, last race, the get-out stakes, all this, just throw it on and make a poultice. Yeah, look, Asar was very good in the Rupert Clark. He, he was close to a really strong speed. He was still there swinging at the 100. The trifecta all came from the back, sort of midfield. So his run was very, very good. The problem is he's been in a dogfight before, and he hasn't finished it off. So he's the will to win there. Um, he comes up in the weights. I've tipped him on top, but he won't be solo in the quaddy. Let's put it that way. All right. Give us the last leg of the quaddy here, uh, Winksy and Quinny. Who do you like? I like Just Folks down the bottom. Run okay the other day. No weight. I'm with Gator with Asar. 52 up to 59. Yeah, just lacks that, lacks that killer punch for mine. Azar, dollar the win, $2 the place, win on the race. All right. I like that. Hey, uh, best bets, Gator, Flemington. Turnbull Stakes Day. Alrighty. I made uh, race three, number two, Elusive Express, our best. Uh, next best was probably 
uh, ingratiating, which was in race number five. Quinny, best back from the tab. Best back runner. Oh, very elegant. 350 into 230 in the feature. Gee, and you're just in love with very yes, elegant. She's my best bet her. for sure. Yeah. Best bet. I'm looking forward to you taking on Brit next week. We'll work out head-to-head. Loser has to do something. Uh, for me, hey, you know what? Just make all the money early. Robusto race one. Roll it into Hitotsu race three. And then have a little something each way at the $8 according to hope uh, in race three. Race two, Hitotsu. Hey, this has been fun. We'll do it again next week. Ten speaks as we count down to the Lexus Melbourne Cup Carnival. Thanks for your time, boys. Thank you, Michael. Very elegant does it again. (laughs) Very elegant. Just wins. That's the call from Jay Winks. Good putting. We'll see you soon on the next edition of Ten Speaks Racing.